So, last time, two of you, plus our two lovely NPC teammates, flew up to Redding, Roxanne stayed at home, and encountered a bird. A bird? Yeah. Roxanne got to have bird time. But the, the other two, or rather the other four, flew up to Redding, and then checked into a hotel, and then went to a secret speakeasy, at which point Roxanne teleported in. I feel like there's not such a thing as an unsecret speakeasy. Uh, at which time all of you met the rest of the California Ravens. A group of 15 extremely pleasant individuals. Of extremely colorful individuals. That was a good correction. I think like two or three of them are very colorful. The others are fairly monotone. They have their they have their At colors least one down. Of them was very colorful. Uh, so you all you all had a you, you all got to do a bit of a meet and greet. Steiner discovered that his former henchman Alex is not only still alive but a member of the Ravens, and that he faked his own death with a neat magic trick in order to get away from the ram who has gotten even more mutated and has gone a little crazy uh, and has a sort of fetishistic regard to his relationship with Steiner and is trying to pull him back into the game yeah and then Grant went to a water park with a hippie whomst he got high with and then two other not-hippies whom he also got high with. Yes. And Roxanne went to a frozen yogurt store and hung out with a, a shouty, cussy, fey bug person and a normal girl who has, well, normal except for the part where she has terrible taste in frozen yogurt. She committed a war crime on me using yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> and a Cthulhu man and his girlfriend, neither of whom talk very much. Then the following day, uh, all of you went on a nice 200-mile drive to a small town and then hiked up into the hills and tunneled into the San Andreas fault line, which wound up being this, like, thousand foot high cavern that stretched down and down and down presumably all the way down to the southernmost border of California and possibly even beyond and inside you found the great worm which is about 800 feet big and as long as the fault line and seemed to have waves of some sort of white light that is definitely magic, but not a kind that Grant is capable of understanding at the moment, just running down its length. And then you all walked a couple of miles up to its head, uh, where you found the Pale Rider, who stepped off and introduced you all as their opponents. Why aren't you wearing a shirt? Even the himbo is wearing a shirt. 
Several of the other ravens sort of sigh and pinch their nose, but no one directly <laughs> acknowledges anything that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> I, I expected it to talk, but not in a language we could understand. That's a bit odd. All right, so to now properly describe the Pale Rider, the Pale Rider is a very, like, sort of overtly Western, sort of angelic-ish figure. Uh, they're very tall. They are, in fact, taller than Dietrich, and Dietrich's like seven and a half feet tall. So, Pale Rider's standing head and shoulders over Dietrich. So, we're looking at like eight feet, eight and a half, somewhere around there. Uh, they, they do very much live up to their name as Pale. Uh, they have porcelain white skin and like dove white hair. And uh, their eyes are this, like, really pale blue. They have a pair of wings sprouting out of their back that are, they're, like, white. The feathers are white near the base, but they sort of transition into this pale blue towards the tip. Uh, they're, they're wearing this sort of, like, long like, white and blue skirt, and they are barefoot. And they are missing their left arm. And hmm. they are currently sizing all of you up. Okay, so I was half right. Amputee buddies! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after, uh, after you all sort of look at each other for a minute, Melissa steps forward and says, Your opponents, you say? Well, then you must know who we are, then. And... The Pale Rider slowly slides their eyes over to her and says, I only know two of you in particular. The rest of you are as unknown to me as you should be. I can guess which two. Two of us, you say? Oh, I don't suppose you'd be willing to tell us which two. Uh, you know. No, I absolutely would not. Uh, okay. Uh, and by the way, um, players, uh, this is going to be a lot of like NPCs talking to each other. And so in order to not have that happen for an hour, feel free to like interject at any point. No, seriously, why don't you have a shirt? I'm sorry. I replaced all my feelings with jokes years ago. So this is just like me trying to. Emery, like, reaches over and, like, puts their hand on top of your head and, like, presses down a little bit. I, I'm sorry, when I get extremely nervous, I make jokes. By the way, I know I said it last session, but I want to re-say it so that we're sure that it's not forgotten. Uh, Roxanne, your headache mm -hmm. is back, and it is, in fact, extremely back right now. Great. And, uh, Grant, your, uh, the, the spot in the center of your forehead is kind of, kind of achy right now. Yeah, I remember that. All right. So after everybody sort of deals with the fact that Grant is cracking jokes in this situation, Melissa turns back and asks, well, I suppose if you won't tell us who you know, would you be willing to tell us why you're down here and the pale rider sh rolls their shoulders and says 
I honestly don't plan to tell you much of anything. There's nothing that you need to know about me. Besides that, it would be in all of your best health to turn around and leave now. Well, the unfortunate thing about that is our understanding is that you are going to bring about the apocalypse, and we would like that to not happen. Yeah, Earth is where I keep my stuff. Shut up. The Pale Rider looks at you, Steiner, and asks, Now, wherever did you hear a thing like that? Hmm. Well, I told him. Of course. That makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Now, you did say you uh, are not going to answer any questions, but you would perhaps permit, uh, would you perhaps permit one question? Just one. Very simple question. I will not stop you from asking. I will also not guarantee an answer. All right, I'll keep it brief. Why? Why any of this? You don't need to know that. Hmm. Pretty sure we do. Oh, God, he's just like him. I can't stand it. I'd hoped that there might be a way to talk this out, but that was a folly, I see. It was indeed foolish on your part to ever think that we could come to an understanding. Hmm. There is only one way that this is going to end, and that is with your extinction. Well, permit us to disagree. So, hold on. Would you say that stopping this would be impossible, maybe? Impossible for you, certainly. <laughs> uh, clearly you don't know me. Hi, Grant Harrison, stubborn bastard, often doer of the impossible. Nice to meet you. The pleasure is all yours. This dude is just not having any of your shit today. Eh. To be fair, most people don't. Oh my god, Grant, shut up. Years of poisoning, of, years of ironing poisoning have made Grant unable to feel things and can now only react with jokes. So, Melissa sort of turns and looks at the group to see if anybody has any other questions. And no one seems to come forward, and so she turns back and says, I suppose you would be willing to simply confirm some information that we already have and think is correct. And they don't say anything. They just sort of regard all of you. And she takes that as a go-ahead. She says, are we correct in assuming that this extinction event that you're planning is coming at the end of this year. And Hell Rider actually for the first time gives you all a straight answer and says, yes, you only have a few months. That is why I am suggesting you turn around right now. It would be best for you to make the most of your remaining days. And she nods and says, okay, 
so you are... You already said you are planning our extinction. We've also been told that you are planning... Not an extinction, but something... Disastrous for... The Fae. Is that true? And... Pale Rider sort of like... Pops their neck a little. Says... Only if I find it to be necessary. And she nods. Says, well... uh, Then I suppose that our little group has a lot of work ahead of us, don't we? The Pale Rider kind of shrugs. It's it's very faint. It's not not a full shrug. It's just just a tiny little tip of their shoulders and says... If that is how you choose to spend your remaining days, that is your choice. There are better things that you could be doing, but I will not stop you. She, again, nods and turns to the rest of the group to see if anybody else has anything to say. Nope, I don't say it out loud, but he just made the biggest mistake of his life giving a wizard six months to pre- uh, time to prepare. Several wizards, in fact. Yeah! Um, I really want to just shout, how did you lose your arm? (laughs) Despite the fact that I have a pretty good guess. I have a good guess where he lost it. I look over at uh, Roxanne and I see that she is tempted to say something. I'm like, do it, 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 do it. So what happened to your arm? (laughs) I left it behind. You know what, I may as well just use this opportunity to ask a bunch of questions that I was hoping to get answers for. So then, I'm going to assume that you're from Elysium, then. From is very much the wrong way to put it. Are you going to tell me that you are Elysium, then? No, I will not tell you that. Would it be fair in assuming that you are the one that the blind heir inherited from? Because your arm looks awfully familiar. Yes, I gave them their inheritance. Well, mildly terrifying, but okay, cool. That answers all the questions I can think of. You've been very helpful. Said that is sarcastically as I could. Okay. Oh, um, one more thing. Do you have a... Forgive me if my wording of this is inexact. Do you have some sort of uh, title in the other language? The Elysium language, I guess, is how I would put it. Of course I do. I don't suppose you would share it with me, would you? I absolutely would not. That's fair. You don't just tell everybody your true name, God. Well, Hmm. Roxanne's okay with just sort of saying it aloud to fuck with slime molds. (laughs) 
True. Who's to say it's Roxanne's true name? I think you did. <laughs> Alright, so, um, after, after that point, nobody looks like they want to say anything else, so Melissa faces back to the Pale Rider and says, well, as pleasant as it was meeting you like this, I do suppose we have quite a lot of work ahead of us and not too long to get it done, so we'll be taking our leave here. And she turns around and starts walking. See you in five months, chum. And I start walking away. <laughs> and all the ra- other ravens turn around and start walking away as well. As you do, the Pale Rider speaks up and says, I will need you to stay for a moment longer. You have some of my missing parts. What? And something changes in their body language ever so slightly, and you all are afraid. And they raise their arm, and something shimmers just out of your ability to see it near their hand. And for the first time, they take a step towards the group. What do you do? Steiner's going to do a defensive stance and he's firing up the chainsaw, but he's not doing anything until he's absolutely sure that this is a big that this is a fight. I'm gonna put myself bodily in his uh, in his way. Well, okay, not like go up to them, but like basically make myself the first point of contact, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pulling out the absolute zero wand, but again, not like Steiner, not doing anything not starting it but ready to help finish it I guess is it the whip are they going to take my whip so the rest of the conglomerate does turn around as well and uh, George the the woman with the sunglasses and the hat although she's not wearing any of those right now uh, does she's like even steps in front of you Roxanne and her hands transform into what look like dragon claws. Like, they they become bright red and scaled and have these, like, huge talons on them. And she sort of sinks a little into a fighting stance. And the Pale Rider waves their arm, and the, the slight shimmer in front of them does an arc and George is almost cut in half. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And at that point, like, everybody moves. Dietrich, like, jumps in and swings his big old keel smasher at the Pale Rider, and it is stopped in midair by the same shimmer. Melissa pulls the little butterfly knife out of its holster and flicks it, and it turns into a very long spear that she sort of stabs at the Pale Rider, but it, too, is deflected at every shot. Jack rushes up to George and wraps them in a cloud of smoke. I'm going to fire up the Electro Blaster and just start firing. 
Fuck this dude. Yeah, normal ice blasts not doing not doing absolute zero shit because that would be a waste if you can just deflect everything. Alright, well, I guess roll me kick some ass, players. That's a ten. That's ten. That's a ten. And that's ten. Alright, well, so your your shots come in and the pale rider folds their wings in front of them as as like a shield and intercepts your attacks. Fuck off! Seriously! Roxanne, are you doing anything right now? You said Jack enveloped George in a cloud? Yes, like a cloud of smoke. Is she still, like, there? Or is she just, like... Is she, like, just protected by it? Or is she, like, intangible, I guess? So, the wound on her, it's like... It went from her shoulder to the opposite hip and it cut like all the way through her like when I say she was damn near bisected I mean that literally so she, she is like wrapped from the neck to the bottom of her feet in just like pitch black smoke but she she isn't phasing out of reality or anything like that right I just wanted to be exact with what, I, what was going on Hey, can I fucking try laying on hands? How will that work? Well, if you uh, fuck up, you'll die, so... Here's what I'm gonna say, Roxanne, is, uh, you turn to move towards George. The Pale Rider looks at you and says, in the angelic language, you will be still, and you are frozen. Oh, I fucking hate him. I hate them so much. So, Roxanne, you kind of can't move, so you can't see this happen, but Grant and Steiner, you're looking directly at them, so you can. The Pale Rider takes, like, a half step and then is next to Roxanne. Oh, of course. They cross, like, 20 feet of distance in less than a blink of an eye, and it's... It evokes something in your head. It very much feels like when Roxanne does a teleport, but it's so much faster. Like, you don't even realize you're not looking at them anymore until, like, a full second after they've finished their teleport. And as everybody wheels around to refind their target, the Pale Rider jams their hand into Roxanne. And... Roxanne, you are not, like, physically harmed by this. You don't feel like your skin splitting. But you feel an agony very reminiscent of when the blind air transformed you. And as the Pale Rider pulls out, something comes with their hand. And in fact, two somethings. I'd like to ask you all, do you remember what happened when... Grant looked at Roxanne through his Vox and I at Disneyland? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I do. Well, what you saw was two other Roxannes. They were overlaid. One was slightly bigger than Roxanne. One was slightly smaller than Roxanne. And they were like, the, the one that was slightly bigger was making all of Roxanne's movements slightly after she did, and the one that's smaller was making all of her movements slightly before she did. Hmm. Oh, yes, I remember this now. 
Yeah, and you sort of chalked it up to being a, like a weird 3D effect. But as the Pale Rider pulls out, those two other Roxans come with their hand. Huh. And Roxanne, you mm-hmm. pass out. Damn. I'm not going to try and roll to give this guy a mean look this time. <laughs> Just let it be known. I don't like them. So then the Pale Rider then turns to you, Steiner, mm. and says something you don't understand. And then the two other Roxans zip at you. What do you do? Hmm. So I'm hesitant to like actually actively try to hurt them in case this like is some sort of bullshit that transfers damage to Roxanne, but I do want to try to fend them off with the chainsaw. Alright, well, uh, Romy kicks some ass. No non-lethal weapon. (laughs) Chainsaw. (laughs) I mean, I just want to keep them away, not actively hurt them. Yeah. It's 11. It's 11, yeah. So, they, um, you do, like, swat at them. Unfortunately, they seem to, like, be able to do the same sort of teleporting move that Roxanne can. So, you, you, there is a lot of, like, them showing up behind you almost instantaneously, and you having to wheel around to swing. And eventually two targets teleporting, trying to get close to you. It is a little too much for you, and they grab both of your arms. Not great. No? Actually, if I've seen this happen, before they grab their arms, can I try to roll to protect someone? Try and use magic to, like, pull him over to me to, like, throw their aim off? You know what? Sure. I'll allow it. Ten. It's ten. All right. The extra, if, if it even matters, is I hold the enemy back. All right, well, here's the deal. You pull them back and just, like, fire off a quick burst of shots. The rest of the ravens are, again, trying to brush down the Pale Rider to at least keep them contained. Fortunately, the motherfucker can still teleport. So they take another half step, and then they are in front of you, Grant. And they wave their arm at you. You've seen what this means previously. Uh, I would like to try and fucking leap out of the way. Well, unfortunately, you don't even know what you're leaping out of the way from. So I'm going to call this an act under pressure to minus one. Yeah, I figured. That's a seven. It's a seven. All right. So you leap and you are cut along the back of your leg. You are going to take three harm, ignore armor. Okay, I'm unstable. Yeah, you are. Also, yes, but what about your health? Shape too. <laughs> <laughs> Making the same exact joke that I was thinking. And uh, I, I'm going to invoke that unstable, like, immediately. Like, mm-hmm. you, your, your leg is so fucked up, you can't stand anymore. Okay. I mean, going from fine to unstable seems like a pretty good case for, you know, going into shock like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I was at I was at uh, one harm earlier. I think I did a use magic thing, but I took a 
Parm Blight four. is practically fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Steiner, uh, unfortunately, with your only guard out of the way, the other Roxans are back on your ass. Okay. But they've let go, let go of my arms, right? They let go momentarily after Grant like pulled you away, but they are going for your arms again. Hmm. Okay, so with um, right mechanical arm, I want to still try to fend off the right one. Uh, the left one, though, I want to try to do the quick draw stun ray pistol. All right, roll me kick some ass. Okay, twelve. That's twelve. Right on. I have uh, advanced kick some ass. Uh huh. Um, let's go with the drive enemy away in a route. All right, so. You you plug the both of them, I'm going to say, and it does, like, cause the both of them to back off, like, all the way. And then you just sort of hear from behind you, the Pale Rider says, this is taking far too long. And you don't feel anything happen, but you are suddenly off balance. Oh. I, yeah, okay. You're, uh... Your right side feels a lot lighter than it used to. <laughs> you are sort of listing left. Oh, not again. And as you look, your mechanical arm is, is just... It's on the ground next to you. I use that. Oh no, he disarmed Dr. Steiner. So, at that point, the, the Pale Rider sort of, like, stops... Like after they've cut your arm off and all the other ravens refind their targets and Dietrich and Melissa and Emery this time as well all like leap in and just start trying to unload on them. But they are blocked at every turn and the rest of you are scooped up by the other ravens. Like, ow! Roxanne is picked up by Ash. All of their etheric hands sort of grab her. Jack scoops up George, still in her smoke cocoon. Jean picks up Steiner. And you are you are in the cold, clammy embrace of the Cthulhu man who starts hauling ass. And Grant, you are picked up by Abe who again begins hauling ass and everybody except Melissa, Dietrich, Emery and Magpie are all booking it back the way you came and sort of over Abe's shoulder, Grant you see Emery get like, they, they do one of their like jumps and in the downward arc of the jump they stop in midair and something bright red blooms around their shirt just over their heart and they are stuck in midair fucker I'm drawing the laser gun I'm shooting at the guy even as I'm being carried away fuck this dude fire roll it there so y- y- your shot would have clipped them had they not moved their wing to intercept the attack. 
I would like to try and blast ice at him as well because seriously, fuck this guy. Alright. Are we the roll? Eh. Your shot goes wide. The blood loss from my leg is throwing my aim off. I'm just gonna say to Cthulhu, dude. Jean. Put me down! I can walk! Get Emery! Get them! You feel something like close around you and you are held still. Get them! Fuck! Let me go! Get them! None of the ravens stop running. Everybody is in just a dead sprint for several miles back to the entrance. Groovy, like, throws a bunch of light orbs up into the ceiling and is sort of, like, trailing them along with you. And when you find the hole that you all came through, everybody stops and just, like, catches their breath. What the fuck are we doing? If my leg wasn't in blinding pain right now, I'd be going back down there. And we still back there. What the hell are we doing? Abe says... Uh, no, we're not going back. Uh, Melissa gave me very explicit orders that if, thing go- that if things go south, everybody gets out that we possibly can. That's Emery. That's Magpie. Look, we're... We have a hotel picked out. We're all going back there. And then we're going to figure things out. All right. I hope this fucker enjoys the last five months he has to be alive. So, uh, you all, in one way or another, get back up to the hole in the ceiling and make your way out. Like, on your way out, Groovy looks extremely conflicted as to whether to seal up the hole or not. And what they ultimately wind up doing is sealing up only a very thin top layer and then you all get back to Petrolia there's a small motel that you all check into there's a whole bunch of rooms and you just sort of split up according to your cells Abe actually stays with you guys for a minute and I I said last session that he has like a sewing kit on his hip. Grant, once you're inside, he pulls it out, and he sews your leg shut. Okay. No, no, this is fine. No anesthetic. That's good. Incredibly painful. Yep. You can uncheck unstable. Okay. And the cross-stitching is just fantastic. So, players, what would you like to do for the moment? Roxanne, you are still unconscious. Roxanne, lay there unconscious. <laughs> Alright, let's... Alright, triage and head count. Fuck. So, it's it's just the three of you in the room right now. Is George alive? I have some surgical ability, but... Uh, on their way out, Abe says, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see what I can do for her. You guys just stay put for now. I can, if I can help in any way. I'll, I'll let you know. 
I'm not a licensed medical doctor, but I can do do some work in a pinch. You'll be the first one I call. Right. All right. Who's here? Who's missing? Right. Well. So after he leaves, it's it's just the three of you. The other groups checked into different rooms. The Midcal group has their own group. The Bordercal group has their own room. NorCal has their own room. Where's Magpie? I mean, I can't say that a lot. I'm just saying. Uh, no, no. Magpie's still down there. Yeah, Magpie's still down there. Magpie's still down there with Emery? Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Which is going to lead exa- into exactly what I'm going to do. I go over to the sink. I plug up the um, the drain I fill it with water and I try to scry to see if I can see down there into there and see if they're still alive. Just all of them. That that group in general. Roll me plus weird. That's a ten. I have a question when we finish with what Grant's doing. Uh, go ahead and ask it now. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Did the bird ever go away? No. The once you all went underground, the bird like roosted up on a tree, and when you all came back out, although you Roxanne don't know that, uh, it came down and let's say rode with me. I assume. Yeah, bird is here in room. Okay. Question: Has the bird at any point roosted on, like on Roxanne? Because wouldn't that just like drain all the heat out of it? It has roosted on Roxanne. Birds aren't people. Oh, birds aren't people. That's rude of you to say. Eat people. Birds are machines built by the government to spy on us. This is known. (laughs) Where where did I hear that from? What's that from? Probably Twitter. It's like a meme thing. I'm sure there are people who actually believe that. You're crazy if you do, by the way. You're weird. All right, so, Grant, to answer your question, uh, when you scry, you feel like you are looking at the area, but there's like there's sort of a wall in the way. And again, the the, the, the bit in the middle of your forehead kind of aches. Fucking peekaboo. Let's see if this this will help at all. Wrong answer. No, I think that's the exact right answer that uh that cat was hoping for. Right for cat, wrong for Grant. <laughs> that's the exact right answer for me. So, um, so Grant. Grant, I want you to give me another weird roll. Okay. That's another ten. That's another ten. Alright. So, you managed to look into the area. You managed to look into that space again. Mm-hmm. And your vision is clear. And you you learn several things in this instance. Emery isn't fucking dead. Good. Oh, thank God. Magpie is sort of like kneeling next to them and is working some sort of spell over their heart. And you can see them breathing, but they are laid the fuck out on the ground. Melissa and Dietrich are still fighting the Pale Rider, and 
In fact, they are like there seem to be like sort of fighting a retreating battle. Like they'll they'll attack, but then they'll back up like a pretty good distance before getting back in. And they they seem to be like advancing backwards slowly. And every so often, one of them will like completely duck out of the fight to haul Emery and Magpie further back into the cavern before joining. Also, the Pale Rider looks different this way. Okay. You can now see them. They don't look too, too different, but there is more to them now. You can see the thing that was shimmering. You can see it as they wave it. It is a sword. It is a sword with a very long blade, and it's made of the same kind of blue crystal that Roxanne's eyes are. Pale Rider also has a lot more, like, decorations on them. They've got, like, golden pauldrons, and they seem to have this sort of, like, crown-slash-halo made of some sort of pale gold. It's, it's like a pair of long horns that go straight up out from in front of their forehead, and then at the tips of those horns, there's a ring floating around them with six spokes on it. And... They have a lot more than just the wings that you saw. Uh, you saw two wings. They have eight. And as you, like, observe the scene from your, like, vantage point of the sink, the Pale Rider looks at you directly. And something forms up in, like, the center of their forehead. There, there is this, like, circle, and then the, the circle is enclosed in a triangle, and then the points of those triangles are themselves enclosed in triangles, and then there's sort of, like, jagged lines coming out from sort of the, the midsections of the main triangle, and you see, you see the Pale Rider manifest this shape in front of them, and then you see yourself through the Pale Rider's eyes. But then you see the Pale Rider seeing themselves through your eyes. And there's this sort of like backwards, like, like putting two mirrors in front of each other inside of your head. And the Pale Rider says directly into your mind, you really should have known better. All I say to him is, 167 days. Your scrying spell breaks. As it does, there is a knock on the door to your motel room. Steiner, can you get that? I'm sort of a little right. bit terrified of something right now. I'm going to check the people. Uh, there are definitely people out there, although you don't recognize them. Oh. Um. Oh, uh, oh I know. The, okay, okay. I, I open <laughs> I mean, the door. You shouldn't know that in character, but... <laughs> I, no, have these guys just shown up at the... Wait, no, Steiner's never personally met them, has he? No, also, they haven't. don't always look the same. Assuming it's who I think it is. I think you're the only one who, of us who hasn't personally met them. 
Grant, you haven't met them either. I haven't? I thought I swore I swore I did at least once. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, I do not recognize any of the people out here. What is your business? Open the door. We are short on time. Why is Agent Smith outside our hotel room? Well, fuck it. This day can't get any worse. Let's see what happens. You can open the door. And Grant, you can feel free to not be in the bathroom at any time. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So, Steiner, when you open the doors, there's three people. There's there's one that's sort of in a leather jacket. There's one that's in kind of a, like, yeah, sort of like dress shirt, vest, tie combo. Looks very nice. And the other is this, like, six and a half foot tall brick shit house of a person. And they all have a kind of... Sorry. I was going to say, I'm glad that I know exactly who they are just by how you're describing them. So they all have kind of a weird quality about them where something about their face, you can't see their face. Something in your head is registering, yeah, there's a face there, but like all of its details are just like sliding off your brain like water on the back of a duck. Literally hard to look at. Yeah, you you can't take in any details of their face. Faces, I should say. And so, do you, like, step out of the doorway enough that they can get in? Uh, yeah, but I'm also going to be, like, like, really on guard, because like, Steiner in character does not know what is up with these guys. I'm don't think I'm getting a threatening aura from them, but still, we just did get our asses kicked, and I am still probably very, very, very on edge. Yeah. So he's gonna be, like, fingering the laser cannon. Alright. Well, the, uh... The the big one, like, starts, like, walking over to Roxanne, and the one in the leather jacket says, "We're we're here for her. Define that. Be more specific. Yeah, we're taking her with us. Why? Where? It doesn't matter. She's coming with us. I think it does I matter. Think it we don't have time to argue. Just get out of the way. No. No, that's my sister. I'm not accepting that answer. So the big one is uh, is still heading for Roxanne. I step in the way. I want at least to know where. You can just fucking say one word. That won't waste that much time. Where? This is taking too long as it is. Uh, would you mind? And they sort of like tilt their head in the direction of the one in the nice clothes. And the one in the nice clothes steps forward and sort of mimes drawing a sword. Yeah, just kind of got my arm cut off by an invisible sword. So I'm going to draw on him and just tell him, stand down. We're a little bit on edge right now. Please explain your business. They swing at you. Fuck off. All right. uh, I want to try to dodge the sword I can't see. All right. Give me an act under pressure to minus one. Sweet. Eleven. Alright, so yeah, you can dive out of the way of it. Grant, he immediately rounds on you and swings at you. My sword flies off my vest and tries to parry it. While in USB mode? 
I imagine it can be. It can. <clears throat> actually, no. That's think that of hot makes... moms, Colin. <laughs> no, that's actually work for Grant. Actually, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, it's so <laughs> the full fucking magnitude of the joke. Is that, is that is that your is that your move, Colin, to try and parry this yeah. thing? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's try and parry. Uh, players, is it okay for me to just say wrong answer? Okay, if if you're gonna be like, if you're gonna say wrong answer, uh, can I can I back off and? I figured that the right answer was just to let them take Roxanne, but we're also like in character, not gonna let them fucking do that without explanation. The, the problem is, and I don't mind telling you this, this sword is not physical at all. You cannot block this with a physical object. Oh, well, Grantland, though, that's a... I mean, I thought you were going to, like, destroy the fucking sword if that happened. No, no okay. I'm, that, I am not that, going to destroy your cool sword. Okay, in that case, yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep doing that. Because Grant doesn't know okay. this. He figures it's yeah. like a literal fucking invisible sword. Alright, sure. So, the... This person completes the arc of their swing in front of you, and your sword being in the air in front of them doesn't stop them at all. Like, they do not even slow down. And your your skin doesn't, like, split open or anything, but something inside you is just in horrible pain. You're gonna take two harm, ignore armor. Okay. Well, Initially, I'm almost dead. <laughs> right. So, uh, stepping outside Initially, the box here. Initially, it's going to be like four? Uh, five, four. actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding back. They don't want to kill me. Bad news is extremely holding back on you, because they know that you're fucked up already. But, um, by the way, and this is in the official rule books, if, uh, if you ever, if you are stable, but above four harm, when you take damage again, you are unstable okay. again. <laughs> Well, there I go. Yeah, rip. So, uh... Twig just splits back open. <laughs> no, but, uh... But you can't, like... You can't move. Like, you you drop to the ground. Okay. And at that point, the way enough is clear that the big guy will scoop Roxanne up and start moving for the door. I'm gonna step in front of him. A simple explanation is all I want. She's going to die if you don't let us go. All right. That's all you had to say. Christ. Yeah, seriously. Fuck. We sh- shouldn't have needed to say that in the first place. You. Well, excuse us for being a little bit on edge. Steiner, get out of their fucking way. Right. God. The, uh, the one in the leather jacket, Grant, like, steps up to you and, like, puts their foot on your chest. I'm not into this. Please, no steppy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, leans down close to you and whispers into your ear you're a dingus (laughs) she was our sister first brat and unlike you we can actually do something to help her fuck off and the three of them will leave the room and the one in the leather jacket will shut the door behind them I think those were the Elysium guys she talks about angels are assholes and I hate them yeah, apparently. Fuck today. Seriously, fuck today. I'm gonna nap. Are you alright? I can try to. Yeah, I'm. T- no, but. Nap. 
All right. <laughs> if you're bleeding out, let me know. I'm. Don't know. Fuck I'm napping. <laughs> Fuck. Roxanne Harrison. Yep, that's the character I play. Yep. Hello. Sorry Hello. to have you gone from the scene for so long, but, uh... It's fine. We're back now. I'm back now? You wake up. Oh. Yes, you wake up. You are floating in some sort of amber sphere. Oh, I recognize this. Ah, uh, can I see outside of the amber sphere? It's hazy. The amber is a little opaque, but you can. Is there anyone else in the sphere with me, or is it just me? Nope. It's just you. I'm going to try and swim to the edge. It's kind of small. You don't have too much maneuverability. You're like, you wake up in the fetal position. Yeah. But uh, you, can, you can, like, maneuver a little ways to the edge of the sphere. It is solid. And I'm just floating in this amber sphere? Uh-huh. There, you're, you're in some sort of liquid. Yeah, you know, I'm not okay with this. I'm gonna fucking punch the wall with the sphere and try and break it. I, well, you hurt your hand. There's a very large thump. But, uh, you, you see, like, a figure outside of the sphere, like, rush over, look at you, and then rush away. Oh, okay. Please don't tap on the glass. <laughs> it disturbs the rock sand. I'm gonna beat my fist on the glass like I'm trying to get attention. And, uh, it, it takes about two minutes, but in the middle of one such swing, a hand jams into the sphere. Without breaking it, it just seems to sort of pass through and catches your fist and, like, grabs your wrist and starts to haul you out. Alright. And there's bad news. Well. Hi. What the fuck? You were quite unstable after those pieces of you were torn out. I needed to put you in stasis while... You were readied for the repairs. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, where is everybody? By the way, Roxanne, you feel empty. You feel hollowed out in like a, like an existential way. You feel like a lot of you isn't there anymore. Like you're not, you're not shorter or anything, but like. Not back to normal. Something metaphysical inside you mm -hmm. feels absent. I mean, important, but not as important as, hey, where the fuck are all my friends? They are all back on Earth. Okay, but you know what I meant. Are they okay? Your brother is quite wounded. The Anointed One is missing an arm. Wait, which arm? The one that he built for himself. 
Uh, okay, replaceable. Okay, good, good. Technically, I built all my limbs. <laughs> <laughs> I grew them all by myself. Okay, but well, what about what about Emery and Magpie? Are they okay? Emery's condition is quite precarious, but they are currently stable though in active danger from the Pale Rider. And Magpie. With Emery. Okay. Why am I here then? I need to be helping them. You could not do anything in your current state. You are here to be recompleted. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. But if anyone gets hurt, I'm gonna be pissed. Can I just make sure that that thought is registered? Okay. What are we doing? Right this way. And he begins walking towards the palace. I guess I'm just gonna follow him. And it takes you a little while to get there. You were, you're, you're not at the edge, but you're not like right up against it either. And you just go straight in to the main uh, sort of like grand central chamber where the blind airs sort of crystal is. And bad news takes you straight up to them. Hmm. Well... I'm back here a lot sooner than I was hoping I would be. Yes, it was necessary to bring you back at this stage. Of course. I met your, uh... I point to their, uh... arm. I met your donor there. Yes, we have known for quite some time that you would be meeting the Sovereign today, and we are pleased to see that you all managed to avoid the worst-case scenario for the meeting. Okay, there was a worst-case scenario. It could have gone worse. There are far worse ways that that could have turned out, yes? Great, great, great. (sighs) Okay. Wow. So that arm, then, uh, that was, what, the Sovereign's arm, then? It was, yes. They left it behind when they left Elysium. And they left Elysium to wipe humanity off of the face of the Earth and possibly some uncountable number of Fae? In the mind of the Sovereign, the Fae are optional. However, to more directly answer your question, yes, that is the reason they left. Well, what did we do to piss them off so much? Roxanne, probably plus weird at a minus two. Uh, okay, one moment. I have my character sheet open, it's just minimized. A ten. That's a ten. Alright, so you are able to see it. Something 
rolls over the blind air. It is incredibly subtle. If you weren't already in sort of like a a scrutinizing frame of mind, you would have missed it. But something very subtle rolls across them. And they say to you, We cannot tell you that. So you know, though. We know, yes. <sighs> Unfortunately, we cannot tell you things about the Sovereign that you do not already know. Okay, so this is a thing that you're not doing just to annoy me, then. Right, of course. So what are we doing, then? To begin, we are repairing you. That's a loaded statement. Repairing, as in putting me back the way... Not, no, no, of course not. We're just fixing what's wrong inside. Got it. Yes, it was known to us from the beginning that the Sovereign would extract those pieces of you. We need to put new pieces in their place in order for you to function properly. Okay. Is that just a thing you can do? Put new pieces in me? Not at our whims. You must be empty. You are quite a complicated piece, and it is difficult for us to modify you in ways that you were not initially meant to be modified in. Previously, you were complete, although with our modern design sensibilities, you were outdated and defective in several ways. Fortunately, those defects have been extracted from you, and we can now put new and better pieces in their place. Oh, I cannot stand you. Has no one ever told you you have a terrible bedside manner? Kindness and gentleness are not high on our priority list. Of course not. We prefer to state things simply and accurately. Of course. The one objective opinion in the universe, I assume. <laughs> so, of course, the blind air doesn't actually make any moves. Because they're stuck in a crystal pillar of some sort. But the uh, there is there is a sound behind you from, like, the entrance to the room. And it is the, the one, two, three, four, clop, 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 clop of animal hooves. Ah. It's apples! A stallion of uh, hell. I, I, I had to make a callback. I turned to look. And behind you, there are three beings... The, the one making the clop, clop, clop is some sort of weird... So they all have sort of like the same like aesthetic ethos as you. They've all got like the, the just to the right of eggshell white like general color and all of them have the same sort of eyes that you do, but one with the clop, clop, clop is, is this weird sort of cross between a mountain goat and a sheep. It's got like a big mountain goat body and like sort of a, a sheep's head and horns. And they're like the real big twisty 
horns of a of a mature adult. On its back is seated you? Question mark. It very much looks like you. However, instead of being covered in eyes, she? Question mark has eight arms. Two eyes, but eight arms. And coiled around her neck and shoulders is a very long snake. Oh. Uh. What? These are the new pieces that we will be putting into you. I don't think they're gonna fit. Ah. <laughs> uh. In addition to filling the hole created by the Sovereign's extraction, you will have access to all of these forms. They will be necessary going forward. I'm not... Oh, God, what am I even saying? I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this, but when has my comfort ever been important in this situation? Perhaps I can make you more comfortable by assuring you that there will not be a repeat performance of your encounter with the Sovereign once we put these pieces into you. Yeah, fine, whatever. If this is what I have to do, then this is what I have to do. So the the three figures, well, the goat, uh, just approaches you and the- <laughs> The goat and its pale rider. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they all approach you uh, and the woman uh, steps up off of the goat and the like puts the snake down on the ground. The snake sort of like coils up, almost like a uh, a, a cobra does. And they all sort of regard you. And then something shifts in their appearance. They they go from the the white color that you are to the same sort of like dark gray sort of muscle look that bad news has. Oh. Huh. Are you all... Oh, God. I'm asking this with the assumption that all of these pieces are sentient, because from Roxanne's perspective, that's totally what would be going on here. <laughs> is everyone, like, consenting in this? This is making me extremely uncomfortable still. None of them are intelligent in the way that you are. They only have... The ability to move and reason distances for as long as it will take them to complete their merger into you. None of them are, in the way that you would put it, people. Okay. Okay. What do I do? Just put my hand out? <laughs> Please stand by. This will take just a moment. I can't believe the blind air just put me on fucking hold. <laughs> and the the three of them begin to sort of like turn to dust. Sort of like bit by bit begin to just turn into this dust cloud. And then that cloud sort of like coalesces and then settles onto you like head to toe every inch of you it settles onto you and then you can feel it 
sink in, and that emptiness in you is gone. You feel complete once more. Okay, I feel a bit better. Okay. Ah, uh, is that it? That is it for this stage, yes? This stage. At this time, we do not intend to modify you any further. You are, we believe, in the state that you will need to be to complete your mission. Great. However, you will be returning here in the future. God, I still cannot stand you. <sighs> okay. We are aware, and we do not take it personally. Oh, as long as you don't take it personally. Am I free to go? You are free to leave at your leisure, yes. Ah, uh, Roxanne's gonna do fucking teleport. Teleport to where? To, uh, let's start with Grant. All right, well, you materialize back in the motel room. Grant is asleep on the bed. Steiner, what are you up to right now? Uh, Steiner's trying to, like, pick out the damaged pieces of machinery from, like, the attachment where, uh, you know, the prosthetic meets the arm. Just picking out the useless cut-up machinery. Uh-huh. He's kind of absently doing that to keep his mind on something that isn't magpie and emery. Uh, I'll say that, like... Grant wakes up when Roxanne teleports in. Goes, oh, sister sets activate. <laughs> Roxanne falls onto his bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you teleport right on top of the bed, and I'm like, oh, you do hey. three damage, he dies. <laughs> oh, hey, your friends are dicks. He's just uh, what if to give an explanation? Happened? So they basically just barged in, refused to give an explanation, and tried to take you. And uh, as you can understand, we were not exactly thrilled with this. All they had to do was say that you were dying and that they would fix it. It would have taken a lot less time than what it, than all the stuff that, all the stuff that happened between that. And then they said it. They could have just cut that bit in between out. It, they're assholes. Just I hate hello, them. we're bullshit angels and we're here to take your sister. We're gonna go fix her. Just like, oh, that's all. That's fucking that's all. all. That's all I wanted. Now you know what's like when I try and get answers. Uh, uh, hey, uh... This is why I don't... Are Emery and Magpie back? No, they're still no. down there. According to Grant, he did some scrying and, uh, they're, oh, they're live. They're still no. alive. It's not a great situation, and there's not a lot we can do from here. Hey! I have a stupid idea. Are you going to teleport down there and save them? As much as I do want you to do that, I don't think it's a great idea for you to go down there again. Well, supposedly what happened last time won't happen again. Cool. Just don't even try and fight that guy. Just get them out of there. Uh, there are others down You there. are vastly... You are assuming some very dumb things about me if you think I'm going to try and fight that guy. No, no, I'm not. But also, I just want to make sure. Just Please. go. Go before it's too late. 
go. So, so, so by the way, uh, Grant and Steiner, Roxanne, you couldn't have really known this about yourself because you ha- haven't exactly had the opportunity to look in a mirror. <laughs> but Roxanne looks different now. By the way, you look different. Don't be freaked out when you look in a mirror. Thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> wonderful bit of roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just fucking Academy Award winner <laughs> Colin Dunn. By the way, you look different. Uh. <laughs> oh, hold on. Actually, I said Colin's last name. You might want to. It's fine. Uh, I don't give a shit. It's on okay. the website. Is it, it is. Yeah, oh. it is. Well, then, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Grant and Steiner, you can see in Roxanne. If you ever choose to look in a mirror, you can also see. Roxanne has a sort of, like, scaly pattern around her hands. And uh, her, like, she, she's got five eyes on her head. And sort of like an arc, like, on her forehead. But the two on the ends that are where her regular eyes should be are a slightly different color. They're very much deeper blue than they used to be. But that all very much pales in comparison to the fact that she has some big-ass horns on her head now. Like the big, curly, mature sheep horns. Hmm. What do you mean, I look different? Uh, horns, more eyes, uh... I don't know, I'm kind of out of it. A bit of scales, mostly around the arms. Yeah. I... Roxanne, like, pats her head. (laughs) You feel the horns. You feel horny. I don't have extra arms, do I? No. Why would you? Long story. Um, Right. Um, This is a great conversation. I'm excited to have it. Can we have it about ten minutes later? (laughs) Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll... Grab your arm if I see it. I don't even bother. I'm just going to make another one. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I guess improved. I should have hey, can I teleport to Emery? <laughs> you can, in fact, teleport to Emery. When you do, uh, you wind up on top of the hill. And all four of them are there. All four of the people that were left behind. Yes, Melissa, Dietrich, Emery, and Magpie are there. Cool, 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 cool. Melissa and Dietrich are, like, passed the fuck out, although it seems to just be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Emery is awake and sort of up against a tree, and Magpie's got some sort of, like, light bloom magic going around their heart. Okay. Well, this doesn't look like a cavern, so... There's nobody left in there, is there? Emery kind of starts. Like, oh! Uh... Oh, what happened to you? I feel like I should be asking you that. Um, well... Um, I... I got stabbed in the heart. In midair. Jesus! Are you... Are you okay? Uh, fuck. Fuck. Stupid questions. I'm... I'm, uh... I'm alive. Um... 
the bad news is that it 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 seems like uh, it it can't be healed with with magic. So, um, Magpie and they reach over and ruffle her hair has um is projecting replacement bits for the the time being. Okay. Well, if it doesn't work, if, if, if your, if magic isn't working, I don't suppose I can try my special, uh, brand, can I? I'm, I'm going to, to veto that immediately. Um, I'm not willing to risk you suddenly growing a hole in your heart. I'm not gonna fucking fight with you over over this while you're sitting there with a hot. Mm. Okay, okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. Magpie chimes in and says, Look, I maintained a much more difficult spell for five straight years. I can handle this. I just have to keep doing it until their heart heals naturally. Is it going to heal naturally? I hope so. And if not, then we'll figure that out some other way. Okay. I'm gonna go back. Oh, fuck, you probably... Did, does everyone else know you're okay, Ben? Um, n- no. We, uh, none of us brought cell phones. Right. Okay. Don't get cell phone reception two miles. Do you want me to go get anything? Because I'm going to go make sure everybody knows that you're alive. Uh, please and thank you. Do you want anything while I'm gone? Blankets, food, drinks, anything? Um, no. Just have someone bring a um, bring a car around as soon as you can. Okay. Consider it done. I guess I'm going to just go back to the hotel room then, since everyone's probably at the hotel room. Yep. Or they went to the speakeasy, but whatever. The the speakeasy's 200 miles away. Okay, they're at the hotel room. Right. right. <laughs> I forgot yes. about the whole 200 miles away thing. This thing's, it's hard to remember things are far apart when you can teleport. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, you teleport back to the speakeasy and you look around and it's completely empty and you're like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right shit people have to travel we weren't in Reading anymore were we okay okay yeah I'm just gonna go back to the hotel room other people are bound by time and space right <laughs> <laughs> some of us don't have bullshit powers alright well you can dip your ass back into the hotel room I hate to kind of just like take over the scene right now, but yeah. I mean, you were out. You were out of the scene for kind of an extended period. Please feel yeah. free to make up for lost time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna pop back into the hotel room because I don't know where everybody went, and also I'm going to make sure that 
Steiner and Grant know that Emery and Magpie are alive, and so is so are the other two. Ray, hole in the heart. I'm. Uh, wait, Grant. Mister Jackson sewed up your leg. Do you suppose? I don't know. I think sewing is a little bit different from open heart surgery. Just trying to close a hole in the heart. I mean, it would help. Maybe listen the bed. That magic doesn't work. So, hmm. This did seem a little bit magical. Then again, open heart surgery in a hotel does not seem like the best yeah, idea. No. Look, no, it's it's stable right now. And I'm as pissed about this as every as anybody. But uh where did everybody go? Oh, they're here. Somewhere. Everyone's just kind Different of licking their wounds. <sighs> okay, I guess I'm just going to knock doors and deal with the consequences then. Yes. Yeah, like Grant and Steiner, you know which rooms specifically, so you can Yeah, I can tell her Tell her where to go and you can feed information to everybody else. The the second you get everybody is alive outside the hole, fucking Benny, like, blows past you, car keys in hand. Alright, well, that's one problem solved. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> when you, um, when you get to the mid-cal room, you see George is still wrapped in Jack's uh, like cloud of smoke. Right. Oh, okay, of course. Not magic heal. She she is awake, but she is very much still wrapped up. <sighs> Can I build an entire left half of a person? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. What year does Metal Gear Rising take place in that? I think 2019. So no, not yet. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in in each of the rooms, the the mood is quite somber. Do I want to offer to heal George with the without mentioning the fact that oh hey, if this goes wrong, it might fuck me up. I would say that's probably bad. Say that's probably the wrong. Mm, probably a shitty thing to do to somebody. I guess. Maybe you should ask George's opinion. Hey, how are you uh, holding up? <laughs> uh, uh, well, apparently I'm on the verge of death, so that's not good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess if Jack over here stops concentrating. I'll, uh, I'll die. Hey, Roxanne, has anyone ever told you your bedside manner is terrible? I literally wasn't there for it, okay? Look, her, she gets it from her dad. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, okay. Is... Fuck. How long can Jack keep this up, then? Like, are we on a time limit? Uh, according to him, so long as no one, like, punches him in the face or anything, you do it basically indefinitely. Okay. Like, apparently he learned how to do this shit in his sleep, so... 
he, he's not even like having to stay awake. He does have a distance limit though, so we're kind of stuck together. This is becoming a recurring theme, huh. and I'm not mm. happy about it. So it's a pretty good thing you can do that in your sleep, right? Okay. As um, long as he doesn't get punched in the face, we'll be good. Well, I'll make sure not to punch him. <laughs> I'll make sure not to punch him in the face. Okay. Um, I can do some healing stuff, but uh, it... I wouldn't know if it would work, and also um, sometimes it kind of um, backfires in that it's reciprocal, I guess. Also, I guess you don't officially know this because it's never happened, but if you roll really bad, then it gets worse. And that might just kill her outright. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you've never rolled below a seven on that. I think I actually did once take her aunt. Did you? I I don't don't remember remember that that ever coming up. I remember, no, you you brought it up. You you told him in character that you might have made it worse. And he was like, oh, great. That's great to know. Like, I wasn't already in bad enough shape. It's good to know you could have made it worse. That does sound like Grant. Yeah. I'm not telling you that to, like, offer, because I don't think you'd be okay with it. But I'm just I'm making not. sure you're... Yeah. Just making sure that you're aware of the options available. Alright, well, it's noted, and I'm appreciative, and I'm gonna say no, because this trick is working on me. We have no idea if it's gonna work on you. Fair point. I'm just, uh trying to make myself useful. It's like, on the other hand, this cannot be healed by magic, and you... You know, that's like a fair deal, right? Like, your option is take a chance or just, like, stay like this forever, or die. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we don't know if the natural... if it this will heal naturally, because I mean... I don't think people heal naturally from getting cut in half! Hey, given <laughs> enough time, you never know. I think I do know because I've read <laughs> I read a medical textbook. It was people don't heal from getting cut in half when you're not earthworms. <laughs> earthworms don't even do that. We're not gonna have two Georges. <laughs> that would be pretty cool though. It would actually. Look, I mean like we're we're not in a hurry at this point. I'm stable. We have well, not all the time in the world because we've got until December, but we've got plenty of time to figure out something. Yeah, that's that's uh, I'm trying nobody's comment on the horns yet. Um, that's uh, like that's, that's the weirdest thing that's happened today. Yeah, true. Sorry, I guess I'm just like I said, I'm just trying to make myself useful. I uh, had to deal with the worst person that I know that's not trying to kill me right now. Alright, I'm gonna leave you to uh, B. Let me know if you need anything. Will do. So you can head back into the room. Yeah. Not not too, too long after you get back. Emery and Magpie come through the door. Hey, it's them! 
<sighs> All right. Emery, Emery is like on their cane, proper like. Yeah. How you doing? Um. <laughs> well, I um. I have a bit of a, a hole in my heart, but otherwise I'm just kind kind of worn out. Yeah, it's been a day. How 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 are the rest of you? I don't know. I got fucked up by an angel like twice in the same day. Different angels, actually. So, ah, oh, what a coincidence. Me too. How fun. Ah, mm. <sighs> all right. So that can't be healed by magic. And oh, oh, George. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, George. Hmm. <sighs> Maybe. Mm. Look, between the fucking three of us, we can figure something out here. Oh. Oh, no. There's there's not three of us. There's going to be a lot more than three of us. I mean... Okay. What I'm getting at is... You're a fucking wizard. That I Dr. am. Dr. Steiner is some sort of genius scientist. I've got connections in... I've got some sort of connections in Elysium. So... We've got some pretty good bases covered, I mean. But, yeah, also... <laughs> more pressing, I guess. Stopping the end of the world. Priorities. I'm a pretty good scientist. I'm not sure I can Robocop George. I'm not saying you do it all yourself. I'm just... Look, we're trying to stop the end of the world here, and right. if I don't think that we can save one person, then that, does, that doesn't bode well for fucking saving the world the fucking entire human race. Right? Right. I'm trying yeah. to stay positive, okay, Dr. Steiner? Yes. I, I, I understand. It's just fuck today. Yeah. That's fair. Fuck today. Fuck today? Today is a lot fucked. Is she allowed to say that? Yes, she's probably older than all of us combined. Roxanne. If she wasn't, this would be the one pass. <laughs> yeah. Choking, completely in character. <laughs> all right. Well, um, once um, I, th- I think we're all going to take the rest of the day off, and then the uh, the other leaders and I are going to meet tomorrow and uh, just talk get over and then we're all gonna head back home sounds good yeah uh, um fuck I guess I can go home uh I, I you've got my phone number let me know if you need me for anything I'm just gonna yeah uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll call you. Mm-hmm. Just dip out of existence. By the way, Roxanne, 
Bookkeeping note. Bird. Bird? Right. Bird. Bird is still present. Bird comes. As soon as when you first materialized into the uh, into the hotel room from Elysium, the bird flew down and landed on your shoulder, and it's just kind of been with you the whole time. Yeah, bird. And I presume you bring it back home with you. Hello, bird. Do you know how to fix George? <laughs> Tell me your bird secrets. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> take, uh, try and look the bird in the eye, since I assume that's where this fucking scrying spell is working from. Unless it's just like looking at a point that the bird occupies and just be like, you know, I hope whoever is on the other side of this is on our side, because I could really do with some good news today. And then I guess what? You're gonna just go the fuck to sleep? Find your cat and have a moment to yourself? Pretty much. All right. <laughs> Maybe say that I'm home to the ravens watching the uh, house, see if they're there. Uh, they're not, actually, when you get there. Out on business, or having Presumably. fun. Maybe they're just getting some food. <laughs> Hopefully they're having a better day than we are. <laughs> It'd be kind of hard not to. Almost guaranteed. I mean, they could be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... True to their word, the rest of the day, nothing really happens. Emery and Magpie just fucking go to bed. Emery is wiped the fuck out from that fight. Uh, next day rolls around. The continental breakfast in this little motel is non-existent. So you all have to go to a local diner to eat. To-go meals are gotten for George and Jack. Because they kind of can't leave. And the heads of the cells do meet together. What all do the three of you want to get up to this day? I actually have a phone call I need to make. I would love to make that phone call for you. Alright, I, uh, I excuse myself at some point and I step someplace private and I call Sifu Ho. Huh. Alright. Sifu, <laughs> you will not believe this shit I've been up to. Grant, it's been so long. I was beginning to think you wouldn't ever be getting back to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, about that? I don't know how long it's gonna take for you to prep it, but, um, I'm in. I uh, cannot tell you how happy I am to hear it. Yeah, yeah, there's, uh, there's some stuff going on, and it's bigger than bigger than I can handle by myself. It's bigger than I can handle with the Ravens. I'm hoping it's not so big that I that I can't handle it with the Ravens, uh, some other wizard friends that I have, and also, you know, a secret organization of wizard warriors. So, yeah, I'm in. Well, while your motives are less than noble... I am happy nonetheless to have you aboard. Oh, oh, trust me. When you hear what's going on, it's going to be pretty damn noble. Well, then I will look forward to hearing the story. All right. Um, 
so like out of out of character, I still do have a couple level ups before I'm forced to take the uh the class change, which is why I'm saying I don't know how long it's gonna take for for him to set it up, but um but this way, like as soon as I take it pick the uh change the to a new type, you can do that uh that thing. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, um I'll see you whenever whenever the preparations are ready. I will start getting your armor ready immediately. Cool, thanks. By the way, John's doing pretty good. I'm aware he's pretty good. Uh, I'll just shoot the shit with him a little bit now. Like, the, the important part of the phone call is done, so I'm gonna... Right, right, right. Yep. Alright, uh, Steiner and or Roxanne, what do you want to do today? I'd say Steiner is, like, got his little to-go breakfast. Or no, wait, it was only to-go for George. Um... So, I mean, you could also get to go if you want. Nah, just like we're at the diner with, I guess, hold on, my dog just decided to come over and say hello. Roxanne, come hello, get Riley. me, I need to go home to my Hi, lab. Riley. Also, has, uh, has Gregory called Steiner? I was going to get to that as soon as Ape was done with his thought. Damn it, so, okay. I imagine we're just sitting at, you know, the SoCal team not consisting of I don't know, maybe maybe Grant's making his phone call and Roxanne's gone, so it's just like the rest of the SoCal team, which is me and the NPCs. Yeah, which is you, Emery, and Magpie. Also, in this diner, if you are in fact still in the diner, all the other Ravens are here. Right. Like, you you three are you three are at your own table, but everybody else is here, except for the two who aren't. And I guess Jean and BB, because they cannot appear in public. Hmm. But I guess Steiner is just eating his breakfast. Um, I want to say just like he got some nice oatmeal, cinnamon. He got real pieces of apple in there, some nice little golden raisins. Mm-hmm. You know. And in between bites, he's just doing like napkin sketches of already designing the new arm and just kind of casually chatting with Emery and Magpie. <laughs> wow, you really don't waste a day, do you? Well, it's not going to build itself. That's 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 quite fair. Honestly, anything to keep my mind occupied right now is a blessing. And like it's it's been a couple days, and I never actually like played it out. But true to his word, Gregory has been calling you about every twelve hours, and uh, your phone goes off again with the Gregory ringtone. Ah, all right, Gregory's checking in. Boy, do I have stuff to tell him. Ah. Good morning, Gregory. Good morning, Edwin. How are you? I'm not dead. I am pleased to hear that, but the way you say that makes me think that you are other things that I will not like. Nothing permanent. Um, so we had a little run-in with um, the underground asshole. Not go super great. But you are unharmed. Um, not, um, in. None of my flesh is harmed. Are you in good health? Yes. 
I don't think I took any harm there. I'm I'm just going to outright say it. I lost the arm. The metal one. Oh dear. It's not good at all. Yes, it's kind of annoying. I, I've, I've learned to use the left arm pretty well, but it's still not as good as the right one, you know? Well, anyway. Um, actually, I'm going to send you a list of materials to order in a, about an hour or so. Um, uh, the rest of the team is more or less okay. Mm, they're not dead. Just, it, just, it, 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 I cannot stress how not great this went. But you are all alive. Yes. Yes. And that is the most of my worries this age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll be heading home tonight. I'm not sure. If we're staying another day, I don't know really what we're doing. I'll keep you, in, I'll keep you informed, but... I will continue to check in until you return. Excellent. And I'll be sending you that list of materials later. I will be on standby to place orders immediately. Hmm. <sighs> well, thank you for checking in. Um, I don't suppose you want to talk to Magpie and Emery for any reason? I can't imagine why, but I thought I'd ask. No, I am okay. I am chiefly concerned with your health. You should be cool, but alright. Alright, um, I will talk to you later. Um, Keep the lab in good shape. How Lunchbot hasn't gotten out again, has he? No, I have kept quite tight reins on all of the robots to ensure that they do not get into any mischief in your absence. Excellent, thank you. Don't want a repeat of that little incident. Alright, uh, uh, I will be uh, going now. I do want to finish my breakfast, but um, thank you again for checking up. See you later, Gregory. Have a wonderful rest of your day, Edmund. You too. You too. How about you, Roxanne? What all are you going to get up to today? You know what I'm going to do? Right, Roxanne is going to test out that whole shape-shifting thing she's apparently able to do now. Alright. What do you want to shape-shift into first? Let me look at my fucking skill list so I remember how this works. Okay. I'd like to turn into something without anxiety, please. <sighs> A snake. Snakes don't have anxiety. You don't know snakes. I'm pretty sure snakes snake? don't have anxiety. They're very I've nervous. I hit you. I hit you. I wish I was here in front of you physically in real life so I could kick you in the shin. <laughs> you would not be at fault. <laughs> anyway, Chloe, you were saying. Let's start with the multi-armed form. All right. That seems like the least complicated one. Like the least drastic change. Yeah. So the, uh... Unfortunately, you were not exactly given an instruction manual, so you don't know exactly what to do. But you you call the image of this other self into your mind. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are given a word. It's, it's an angelic word. That doesn't really mean anything. It's 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 more just a sound that has the meaning of that form assigned to it. Alright. And when you speak it aloud, you can feel the other arms sprout out of you and all of the other eyes 
on you close and disappear. That sounds incredibly disorienting. It feels a little ooky. I'm sure you'll get used to it. So eight arms, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is interesting. Wow, this feels like something weirdly specific happened. Anyway, okay, okay. Uh, let's go for the goat one, then. How about that? All right. Well, again, you, you call the, the image of that form into your mind, and you are given another sound to vocalize. And when you do, you, you feel yourself, like, tip forward, and your center of balance resettles, and you... It, it's, it's, it's fast. It only takes, like, two seconds or so to completely transform. And it doesn't hurt or anything. It just feels kind of gnarly. And you are a goat. You can see kind of hella. I can see forever. Or at least a distance of about one mile. It's a lovely day in SoCal, and you are a horrible goat. <laughs> What's it like being a goat, I imagine? A, a, a goat sheep. Some sort of, like, platonic concept of the... What is Fortunately, there is an entire video game dedicated to simulating this. Mm-hmm. It's called Unjammer Lammy. <laughs> a subfamily. <laughs> God fucking destroyed me. <laughs> so like like you know it's 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 weird definitely being a an animal instead of a person like your your head like the entirety of you just like has different weights to it that are distributed in different ways you're seeing from a very different perspective. It's bizarre being a goat. But you don't feel like you are going to have to work to master this form. You've got some sort of like instinctual pre-programmed knowledge of how to be a goat effectively. It just feels kind of weird. Mastered the art of goat. I have mastered the Capra arts. <laughs> Ah, so Roxanne has become the Capra Angel. Yes. Now I just need two dogs. No, you've got two cats. (laughs) Shit, you're right. I'm glad you picked up where I set that up. (laughs) As we all know, all dogs go to hell. All cats go to heaven. (laughs) This is true. Just like that movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, shit, shit. Let's do Snake then. And it's the same sort of process. Uh, and, th- and this one feels even weirder than transforming into the goat because you don't even have legs. Like, you feel your legs just sort of, like, pull up into you until they cease to exist and your body gets a completely different length-to-width ratio than it had before. Roxanne has a achieved form danger noodle. <laughs> and, uh... I believe it's sense of smell that snakes have in spades. Right? Uh, kind of. I mean, yeah, it's smell, but it's only kind of smell, basically. It's like... 
they essentially catch scents with their tongue and they have receptors in their mouths that can that uh, sort of tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like smell, but it's also kind of like taste. It's weird. I mean, it's smell basically and a mouth nose. Smell and to it. These are intrinsically linked anyway. So, would be more interesting is if that if Roxanne's form was a pit viper. Ah, so she could uh, sen- so she could have a thermal heat sense. Mm-hmm. Thermal heat sense. Redundancy redundancy. <laughs> oh, uh, you also cannot hear. You do not have ears. You well, you can hear, but it's in a very limited range. What's there to hear? How, uh, however, your sense of like touch is full body and like mega magnified. Like you can you can feel Ancora walking across the carpet in the next room. Basically, have like daredevil sense. So, anyways, uh, so Roxanne, you have three new forms. Not sure what to do about it. Whatever you want. Okay, so you have to like you have to number these in order of most to least effective, and the next time, uh, and this is going to happen, when a spiky-haired boy with a big old sword comes at you, you have to save the most powerful one for last. Uh, I get it. Well, of course. Uh, and then I combine all, and I combine all three forms at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and become Roxanne Bahamut. I think only Colin will get that one. <laughs> so, uh, Roxanne, you can, I guess, spend the rest of the day fucking around with your forms, getting them all figured out. Um, Wait, hold on. I have a really important question. Uh-huh. Can I teleport while I'm a snake? Yes. <gasps> Ultimate pranks time! Just fucking snake in the bed move. Ultimate prank technique, snake in the bed. Question. Extremely important question. Does Grant eat Pringles with any sort of regularity? (laughs) (laughs) Not after this, you won't. Oh, how nice of my sister to send me this can of peanut brittle. (laughs) Oh, boy. Can't wait to dig into these spicy peanuts. Hmm. This unusually large. (laughs) I didn't know they made Pringles the size of me. Time to open this directly in front of my face. (laughs) Well, she's a snake-sized snake. She's not a person-sized snake. I mean, there are big snakes. There There are are very large snakes. snakes. Sure. But we're, we're not talking like Amazon boa constrictor or whatever. We're not talking about the ones that will swallow humans if given the opportunity. We're talking like okay. snake size. We're, we're talking regular snakes. Regular, just normal snakes. Get a Wikipedia, <laughs> just normal fucking snakes. Wikipedia.com slash normal underscore snakes. Okay, like give me an actual <laughs> idea though. Are we talking like corn snake or rattlesnake? I don't know, Roxanne, how about you tell me? What size snake do you want to be? Um, shit, I knew, I knew this, furiously typing. Uh, I was thinking actually like 
black rat snake, water moccasin, garter snake. Okay, um, so personally, I always, I had in mind that it would be like a boa, just because I could get away with a boa with eye patterns on it. Just because mm. boas, ha- boas have the those sort of circular patterns on them. Hmm. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of a person-sized snake, actually, if you think about it, because boas get yeah. pretty big. Yeah, or like I, reticulated sure. python it. is probably closer to what you're thinking. What'd you say? Reticulated python. Thank you. That's exactly what I meant. Reticulated python. There are those are actually really cool and chill snakes. I like them a lot. They get fairly large, but not huge snake snake. Obviously, Roxanne is an Arabian sand boa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin doesn't know what that is, so he's not laughing. No, I'm actually looking up Pringles flavors to see what flavor Pringles Grant would like the most. Dill pickle, because you're a jackass. No! Honestly, yeah, well, I no. Hope nobody here is Actually, upset I by pictures like, of snakes. This is I an Arabian sandbow. Probably be salt and vinegar. Yeah, all right. I actually do like dill pickle flavored <laughs> chips now and again. <laughs> Those boys. Uh, so. On the not Roxanne side of things, uh, the least interesting parts. So after after breakfast is done, the heads of the cells do in fact like head off on their own to discuss things, and the rest of you are like left to your own devices. Grant, you place your phone call. Steiner, you get your start getting your arm like ready to go. There are, unfortunately, no airports anywhere nearby, to my knowledge, so you all wind up having to drive back to Reading. Hmm. And you do that that same day. By the time you do, it's pretty late, so you are going to stay overnight, and you check back into the Red Lion Hotel. And then the next day, it's time to head back home. Plane tickets are purchased, and you're ready to load up. So any last minute things you would like to do before you leave? Can I just like locate the hill and just flip it off before I get into the plane? Oh yeah. Easy. I do this with both hands, but talk the other one. You. <laughs> I hope you can feel this and I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I say to my new friends, Except for the part where the ground shakes and it seems to be a little bit on fire, your state is lovely. Daisha kind of shrugs. We're getting it under control. Yeah. Actually, it's like, it's, I've kind of lost track, but it's either the 8th, I think it's the 8th now, the fire is under control at this point. There are currently no wild wildfires going in NorCal. Yeah, but like, it's, it's still like, you know, there are times where you're entire state is on fire. That cannot be good. Climate change. What are you going to do? Eh, who knows? Maybe that'll stop when we kill a giant worm. If I were the climate, I would simply not change. 
You all can load up back onto the plane. It's another hour and 45 minute flight back down to LAX. Yeah, I'd probably say goodbye to Alec first. I don't need to act that out. I'm just like, you know, handshake and all that. You and Alex can shake hands, exchange phone numbers and email addresses and say like, you know, as soon as you get your arm back in order, we'll get to work putting together some sort of plan for the Ram. Right. Right. It was good to see you, circumstances regardless. Yeah, no. It's great to see you're doing so well. It was well, uh, in the sense that you are alive and not rotting in the ground. <laughs> Anything, sure. but, you know, most things are an improvement above that. Right, right, right. <sighs> so, you all get back into LAX. Grant, I guess you're just going to catch a taxi and go home. Yup. Steiner, you can get dropped off back at home by Emery and Magpie, because... There, you're on the way. Mm. All right. If if um, the whole heart situation doesn't start, well, you'll keep me abreast of that, won't you? Of of course. Right. All right. And Roxanne. Eventually, Magpie and Emery arrive back home, and Magpie announces their arrival with a "We're home." Welcome home. So how was your trip? Uh, the worst. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. (laughs) So. All that happened. (laughs) All that happened. So, here's Holy the deal, shit. players. You, uh, you might have noticed thus far that we've had kind of a pattern with this campaign. Where you've had two hunts every month. That's not going to change. You have, you're going to have two hunts every month till the end of the year. And in the starts of those hunts, the ends of those hunts, and the downtimes in between, you have precisely that long to figure out how to defeat the Pale Rider. Well, I should I should be clear how to defeat the both of them. <laughs> Some things I am going to give you, but you are not going to know what to do with those things without you all uh, acting on some of the clues that I gave you today. So, I wish you the best of luck. And I want to make it clear that if you fuck around or fuck up, I will kill all of you on December 21st. Hooray! Hooray! (laughs) Hell yeah, I love dying and being dead. Uh, So, welcome to the second half of the SoCal Sessions. I hope you all are excited. Next time is going to be a hunt. Let me see here. Roxanne, you didn't take any harm. Steiner, you didn't take any harm. Grant? Grant took all the harm. (laughs) (laughs) I think George took a little more harm than you, actually. Yes, very much so. Grant, you can heal the two harm that bad news dealt you. 
and you can heal the one harm that you had at the start of the session. But the three harm that the Pale Rider dealt to you with his sword is going to stick around for okay. a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, cool. Uh, what did everybody think of how everything went down today? Huh. <sighs> okay, so holding back the curtain a little bit, um, all of us were pretty well forewarned of what was going to happen, and we at the o- we gave our okay beforehand. Uh, if that had been dropped on us without warning, I would not. N- I don't know if I would be okay with it. But since it was, this is what's going to happen. This was kind of a scripted thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's specifically like the the most of what Ape is referring to is that I asked him like weeks ago, like maybe even months ago, if he was cool with Steiner losing his arm. And I did assure him that it would very much be in a situation where you're not supposed to be fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't speak for Colin or Roxanne. Or I mean, I didn't Chloe. really get any... I didn't really get any forewarning on this stuff, but I guess that's because... Well, you didn't really I'm have not... anything taken from you, is the thing. No, no, that's 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 exactly it. Yeah, it's like, I'm not one of the two super important people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hit you in a way that you're gonna be writing for, I'm gonna just tell you now so you're not worrying about it forever, this next hunt. Okay. I also did something to you that hasn't come up yet, but will be coming up soon. Oh yeah, with the with the whole like symbols thing, I'm guessing. Hmm. Well, what do you mean symbols thing? The the thing that I saw in the when I described the weird it. headless uh, goat thing yeah, you posted the, with the runic symbol over yeah. its face, or headless that, ear, I guess. Something. Yeah, that. So, uh, so yeah, that that yeah. uh that thing where the. The pale writer looked at you through your scrying and like your mental sight kind of refracted down a long hall of mirrors. That's gonna that's gonna have some consequences. Okay. But, uh, and then Roxanne got her new her new special animal forms and person form. I got my thing. Yeah, you got your thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you for listening, folks at home. I'm so glad that you stuck with us this far. We are officially in Act 3. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And uh, thank you, my players, for putting up with my nonsense. <laughs> I hope you all are. I hope you all are having fun. Yeah. And I hope you'll join us next week. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs>